I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Go ahead, Peter. Okay, cool. Oh, Peter, oh is it for Peter, real this ahead. time? I can't see it. Go ahead, Peter. Uh, lore voice here, uh, or as we're called in our native language, the Sax Halil. Uh, I am your host. <laughs> oh, sorry. Reads the lore, uh, and I am joined by my co-hosts. Uh, likes to tangent and gets cut off. Um, yeah. You, you, you guys can figure out which one is which. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Uh, likes tangent. Hmm? Doing yeah. all right today? Yeah, mm. it's yeah. What's the other internet gets cut off? Gets cut off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, likes hit, to hit be us. cut. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hit, hit us with one of your famous tangents, would you? Um, no, it's fine. It's um, <laughs> when you give a a dog an egg, it's supposed to not break it. But I gave my dog an egg today, and it dropped it, and it broke. So. Does that count? I don't, I don't know. know if that counts. Does she understand the fragility of it? Does she understand gravity? You know, uh, certainly not. Is she as smart as Sir Isaac Newton? I haven't seen her scribble in any equations yet, so we can't be sure. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you ever hit her in the head with an apple? <laughs> yeah, all, all the time. Well, twice a day, whether she needs it or not. <laughs> it keeps the doctor away. Yeah. yeah. An apple, it's unclear on how you're supposed to use the apple. You just need one a day in some capacity. Right. Just keep doctors away. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Ethan wet my whistle for, uh, the Elder Scrolls lore a couple of weeks ago when we did the, an intro to the Deidre, Deidre 101. Um, so I figured that I, you know, just cover some more, uh, some more Elder Scrolls lore this week. Um, and I want to cover specifically one of the other, uh, fantasy races, uh, in the series. Uh, back in 2018, I did the Dwemer, um, which are the dwarves. And now this time, as you see by the title, I'm going to be doing the Argonian, uh, who are a race of lizard men. Um, yeah, now we've people. all played Elder Scrolls, obviously. Uh, have you guys ever rolled an Argonian? Yeah, yeah. So the first time Oblivion was the first game that I played. Um, and I, when you're trying to get into the Mages University, uh, the University of Magic, you have to complete a different quest for each um, town's uh, local Mage Mage Guild chapter. Um, and one of them is to go to the bottom of a well and retrieve a ring for a guy, but it's like a cursed ring that adds like a hundred pounds to your inventory or something like that. Uh, and as a child, I didn't know that that's what it was doing. I just thought my character was glitching out and kept drowning at the bottom of the well. Uh, so I got so frustrated that I rolled an Argonian who could breathe underwater and went to that quest <laughs> so I could live underwater and figure it out, basically. <laughs> that's the, the first Argonian I ever rolled. That's crazy. <laughs> I did it in uh, Elder Scrolls Online because I, I like the healer class, uh, usually when doing like group content. And there whatever the racial was for Argonians, there was like a big buff to healing. I think there was an AoE heal they got as a racial or something, but that was like the healing class. That's why I played them. Or yeah, the best race it, to be healing class. Yeah. Every time I uh, I we do this, I'm always just like, God, I really should just try ESO at some time. So it, it, at some point, it always goes on sale for like $6. And it's just like, I'm just worried that I'm going to hate it. But like, I know you can travel all around Tamriel and I would love to see some of these places. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so when I first played Oblivion uh, on my friend's 360, again, in 2006, like when it was new, uh, I made an Argonian uh, and they've always been my race of choice for a first playthrough. Uh, although, again, for me, it was definitely a crutch uh, because the water breathing, the poison and the disease resistance always saved my ass when I was still learning like to play video games because I didn't play on PC that much. Um, like and and pre Skyrim, disease and poison were like legitimately dangerous. Like they were threats to your character. Like yeah, if you got bit by a rat, uh, it, you, you would get like a debilitating illness that like straight up fucked your character uh, unless you got <laughs> <Yeah>. a cure. <laughs> Whereas I mean, like, like yeah, again an experience with Oblivion where 
Cause you, you just like, it's, it'll say like in the top corner, like you have contracted a taxier or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then, but then like, it gives you that one warning. And then as a child, you're like, I don't know that what that is. And you just go on with your day. Yeah. And then at some point you open your inventory, you look at magic effects affecting me. And it's like, oh yeah, you have a 60% damage debuff on you for the past three months in game, you know? Yeah. It's like, why did it get so hard all of a sudden? As a 25 year old man, I just didn't realize I had the vampire disease in Skyrim and I was getting <laughs> so annoyed. But like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> I had the yeah. same problem in, um, I had the same problem in Oblivion is I ended up again, just like that tiny little notification, just like you've got whatever paraplegic hemophilia, whatever the fuck it's called. The like precursor disease to uh, to the vampirism because a vampire touched me and then all of a sudden and again in oblivion like you will burn to death in the day yeah whereas right. in skyrim it's just a debuff like you, it's whatever your health doesn't regenerate or something but like the sun will fucking kill you yeah, yeah. as a vampire in oblivion yeah. and uh, but also you are so strong so like yeah. most of my first playthrough of oblivion i was a lizard vampire because i had no idea how to cure it <laughs> <laughs> the quest takes so goddamn long yeah it's like a crazy crazy quest line too yeah because I got it and, so early, too. Like, you need grand soul gems, which don't enter the loot table until you're, like, level 30. And I got yeah. vamp I got caught vampirism, or I caught vampirism when I was, like, level 6. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, the entire game, I had no idea what to do. Is Oblivion <laughs> the one where, like, well, I, Skyrim 2, you level up by, by using abilities. But, like, Oblivion, yeah. you just, like, jump over and over again until you can jump over houses. Yeah, you're, yeah. Like, I mean, not that, like, you can bust, you, you can, like, break the jumping in Morrowind, because it's a much more jankier game, but, like, yeah. athletics or acrobatics or both is is basically just passive levels from I mean, jogging. There's there's boots in Morrowind, which I, I haven't really played it, so uh, I don't know this uh, from experience, but I know this uh, anecdotally. Uh, there's boots, you can find this guy who just has, like, two broken legs. And if you leave yeah. his boots and and put them on, you jump, but you just like jump up above the clouds and then you fall and you die. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's right at the beginning. The guy just had magic boots, which just sent him into the sky, yeah. and you can just like put them on and recreate that. Basically, that's yeah. great. Um, so yeah, um, now I, I may have mentioned this in the past. Oblivion is the game that I actually like started to learn how to use WASD because uh, like prior to Oblivion, I'd probably only played like five or six PC games and would rebind everything to the arrow keys. <laughs> so I would, I, would, I would play with my hands like offset on the keyboard because MechWarrior 3, because it was a sim and like meant for a joystick, you could only uh, increase your throttle with the arrow keys and the zoom was like num zero. So I was always like I would rebind normal games to have MechWarrior 3 controls up until, <laughs> up until Oblivion. Where I was like, no, 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 I'm going to learn how to do this properly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a lot better over there. Oh, on the the left side, I feel like was it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's some ESDF people out there who uh, yeah. talk talk yeah, pretty strong see, game. I can I, see how that works. I would never. I do uh, T A L V. Uh, I got really big hands. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like a marionette or like a puppeteer, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's freaking ET. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the Argonians, like I mentioned before, are a race of lizard people uh, with a few other like kind of swamp animal traits all thrown in for good measure. Uh, they lay eggs, they can breathe underwater, and they're Democrats. Yeah, and they um, have sex with trees. Yeah, uh, not quite, so, but mm. sort of. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they're native to the southeastern province of Tamriel, known as the Black Marsh. Um, if you asked an elf, they would... So that's if you asked a human... If you asked an elf, they would call it Argonia, and uh, if you asked an Argonian, they wouldn't actually be able to answer. They would just furrow their gross reptilian brow in confusion, because uh, they don't actually have a name for their homeland. Uh, it uh, has been referred to. I thought you were going to say, like, they didn't understand how, like, places worked, and they just, like, oh, no. No, they they just, didn't like, understand, like, geography, or? <laughs> no, they just didn't have, they just didn't name it. It's been referred to in their language of gel, uh, which is J-E-L, as uh, Kronka Tathith, which, like, basically roughly translates to the everything egg. So, but otherwise, it's just like... <laughs> I always I get that at breakfast, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh just give me an everything egg. Oh, yeah, yeah no problem, sir. <laughs> go, to, go to Tim Hortons. You know what they say about making an everything omelet? You gotta break a few everything eggs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an eggshell that you crack open, and there's, like, green pepper pre-cut inside of it. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, lo I love this everything egg omelet kit. <laughs> 
Um, so, and also, like, Loreboy's canon, I guess, without a name for their province, I, you could assume the Argonians do not have a postal service, so they cannot communicate via mail, because where do you put your address? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> can we, uh, can we submit potential names? I vote we call it Lorbonia. Yeah, all right, that's, pre- that's pretty good. I like that one. <laughs> we could call it <laughs> Crumb Guzzler. <laughs> I don't think I could beat either of those. Those are good. Uh. <laughs> Um, the Black Marsh is home to a lot of animals you'd expect in kind of a southern swampy environment. Other reptiles, flying jellyfish, uh, like walking fish, uh, flesh-eating insects, and Cajun people. <laughs> um, for the Argonian, however, uh, I don't know if it's Argonian or Argonians, so I will alternate randomly between the two. Argonianites. Argoniodes. Argonians. Octopodes. Yeah, our our our, our, our <laughs> Um, the most important entity in the marsh, however, so there's like a, a bunch of wildlife. The most important thing in the Black Marsh are the hist. Uh, we mentioned these; these have been passively mentioned on a bunch of episodes because they are very, very important um, characters in quotes. Basically, uh, the hist are a group of spore-bearing trees that the Argonians claim are both sentient and the original inhabitants of Tamriel. Now, this is, like, it's an Argonian claim, but, like, it's almost certainly true. It is just, like, you know, it's like it's basically like the Imperials are just like, hello, we're Rome. Uh, we will be making your decisions from now on and disregarding your mythology sort of shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is, like, what we, which was just like, ah, oh, yes, you're Christians now. Thank God. <laughs> um, Black Marsh is a place in Diablo 2 Act 1 as well, where you can find oh, yeah? the tower with the Countess in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yep. Um, I bet you there was some places in England back in the uh, the Middle Ages that people just referred to as Black Marsh. Um, yeah, almost certainly any more like <laughs> like all like all those like kind of like peat bogs in Scotland. Yeah. Um, I I will say I find <laughs> <Are> it. <laughs> Sorry, Are those people's names Pete Bog and Annie Moore. Like, uh, yeah. yes, uh, <laughs> they're married. It's Annie Moore. <laughs> Annie Moore married Pete Bog <laughs> and Marsha or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I will say like uh, reptile races in a lot of fantasy too are so often like the older ones because dinosaurs in like our our real world. Yeah. Comparison, right? Which like if the meteor, if the asteroid never came. You know, there would probably be some different evolutions of lizards roaming the Earth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it would probably be, cause, I mean, because, like, some species of dinosaur did evolve into birds, obviously. Um, but, like, mammals, without the mass extinction event, like, mammals really probably never would have gotten the chance to take over because we were, yeah. like, shrews. Yeah. Yeah, at first, exactly. and it's just like the the large animals on Earth were gone, so then they, they could be replaced. And we still have that deep fear of like of like lizards and stuff. Like if you put a cucumber behind a Khajiit, it'll jump because it'll think it's an Argonian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an Argonian, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I still have the urge to sleep in a burrow made of dried leaves, like just right. like my shrew ancestors, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. every day. Yep. When the snow falls, I try and sleep for six to eight months sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is the, the original inhabitants thing, or like the, um, the, the, the fact that they're sentient is like referred to as an Argonian claim. Um, it is a hundred percent, a hundred percent certain that the, that the Hist are sentient and also like a very ancient race. Um, the Hist are much more like a fungus, not so much like a plant, uh, cause they, they propagate with spores instead of seeds or fruit or flowers. Uh, and they're also connected via like a gigantic underground network of roots. Ooh. Um, there is or was a gigantic like mushroom network somewhere. Like I saw a YouTube thumbnail about it and never watched it, <laughs> but I had read somewhere as well. Like, Oh yeah, this is technically the largest organism on earth right now. Cause it's like a full square kilometer of one mushroom where all the roots are connected underneath the ground. So it's like, that is currently the largest thing on the planet. It's yeah. Cool there's they're, they're called like super clusters, uh, super cluster fungi or something like that. Yeah. Um, but like there's that. a, there's a couple different locations on on earth that have them and they're like the largest living organisms on earth basically yeah um because they're like hundreds of kilometers square i think under either yellowstone or yosemite i think yellowstone like basically all of yellowstone has one giant fungal colony underneath it that's what makes it um, so yellow exactly yeah. uh there is a documentary on netflix called fantastic fungi i think 
yeah. which, which is pretty interesting. Like I have some gripes about it as a documentary, but um, it talks about this network of, so basically like trees themselves, like real, real world trees are connected by fungus, this type of fungus called mycelium, uh, which serves to like trees can communicate with each other where if, um, Oh no. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if <laughs> there's like logging happening, um, at one end of a forest, trees at the other end of the forest will start trying to pollinate more and tr start trying to like germinate more because they know that something's happening at the other end. Um, oh, and it's it like that. Uh, it's how everybody gets horny before the apocalypse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, shared libido. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's said that the trees communicate, or it's it's theorized, but that the trees communicate via this fungal network, which serves kind of like a um, a neural network, basically. That's Interesting. Cool. Yeah. I mean, one of the first things I heard when I like left my apartment after the pandemic and I like went far away, there was like a bunch of girls sitting out on a blanket in a park near where we live. And they're like, did you know vegetables can feel pain? So that it's not actually vegan to eat vegetables. <laughs> it must be the neural networks. You know, they're telling each other about it. Yeah. yeah. I love how, I, I love how like these, the, the moment you left, um the, the moment you left your house after like kind of as the pandemic was cooling off it's just like oh yeah there is just like brain rot on the internet and this poor girl has just been sat in front of it for eight months yeah <laughs> and we've all got our own uh brain rot from the the, the pandemic mine yeah, was yeah. about veganism nope, yeah nope. no <laughs> <laughs> the most damaging fungal cluster is the fiber optic cables that connect us all yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> The phi uh, stands for fungi. <laughs> fungi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truffles are so valuable. Is there, do we use them to make internet cables? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, just pigs hunting internet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pigs hunting the internet. <laughs> I was watching a lot of cooking shows, and anytime you get fancy enough with cooking, they just put truffles and caviar. And, like, that's, like... Yeah. Is it just because it's valuable, or do they taste way better than everything? I've never had. I, I don't know. I've never had either one. Okay. I mean, I've yeah. had roe in in sushi, which is good. I don't know what the difference between like I know like beluga caviar is wildly expensive, but uh, we're yeah, getting off topic here. A yeah, so super off topic. <laughs> caviar is typically sturgeon, actually. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but caviar, just like lobster, used to be peasant food until really? like the royalty one day decided like. No, this is like difficult to obtain, so we're gonna like control the supply of it, and we're just gonna buy it all. Huh? Kale, <laughs> kale was just decorative, like uh, parsley or whatever. Until Garnish, like, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. You just wait. The next thing that the royal like royalty is gonna think is just like the 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 height of luxury now is gonna be like chicken tendies or something, and then, <laughs> yeah. like, like hot like, dogs, like six six yeah, like exa exactly, like like two steamed hot dogs is gonna be eleven dollars now instead of ninety nine cents. <laughs> what what is it? What is it gonna take to convince Jeff Bezos that lead paint chips are actually a delicacy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like off the wall. <laughs> um. Anyway, but he, has to go to a, he has to go to a poor person's house to procure it. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to have lead paint in his yeah. house. Right. This is a pretty good segue because uh, speaking of uh, speaking of powerful entities that are totally disconnected, um, <laughs> not all hist are physically connected to the network. Uh, one hist made a deal with the Diedrich Prince Molag Bal and moved to his plane of oblivion, the Cold Harbor, with its tribe of Argonian worshippers. So this happened at some point in history. And the history um, of the this, talking trees or the fungus? I forgot. The psychic trees. Uh, the but psychic they're, trees. They're, they're basically like a fungal tree in my head. That's Loreboy's canon. Right. Because they do not have seeds or fruit or flowers, they produce spores. Got it. Opposed right. to... Yeah, exactly. Um, they're very basic. They have bark and leaves, and they have different colored flowers. Uh, there's one hist that is like dedicated to like um, Argonians that specialize in ice magic, and instead of flowers, it has um, icicles that grow off of it. So they're, they're very much like... You Just, have your themed tree that, that kind of decides what your job is going to be. Yeah. Since they like reproduce by spores and stuff, it's just hist. You don't have hist and hurst. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. And and like an allergy season, you can still take an antihistamine, and it it really clears out your nose. It clears out your nasal passages. Yeah. <laughs> When you've got like when you've got like two towel racks, it just says hist and hurst, and it's just like one towel stretched through. It. Yeah. 
It's a tree growing towels on it, right? Uh, yeah. So, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for yeah. the for the Argonians who are going to work in hotels, there exactly. it produces nothing but damp, warm towels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what they can harvest off. Yeah. <laughs> With the all little the, songs. All, all the sewage workers, you don't want to know what grows off their tree. Oh, uh, no. You know. oh no. Yeah. Or it's it's a pre it's a pre TP'd tree, right? Like it's already got the t- the toilet paper on it. Like a kid would drink it out. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> pre TP'd. Um, the new settlement in the Cold Harbor uh, became known as Hodge Uxith, um, and Balls Dromora servants like harvested the Hist's sap and kept it alive using a magical crystal. Um, this was really more of a Faustian bargain because the Hist was kept alive by Molag Bell way way longer than it should have been and it ended up kind of suffering in in a way magic rock. so that girl at the park who was talking about um magic rock take a drink yeah um that girl at the park who was talking about how carrots can feel pain um not as dumb as i originally thought <laughs> yeah. i can't so, say that they don't right but i just i feel like you're not giving yourself a lot of options as a vegan if you cut out all meat and all vegetables and fruits you know what i mean i mean yeah. sure sure they yeah. feel pain but like when's the last time a carrot had something interesting to say to you you know what i mean <laughs> maybe they deserve it it's all I that prop know. comedy it's just too much <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's a joke for those of us born in the 80s and 90s yeah exactly <laughs> um so on the subject of trees from oblivion the flying city of Umbriel uh, was covered in and maybe completely powered by an in, like entirely by a race of sentient trees. Uh, these seem to be hist adjacent. Um, they're not um, confirmed as hist. That being said, the realm of the hist is again allegedly a secret plane of oblivion where the hist first came from, um, along with the Elno Fey uh, from their own realm. Okay. Uh, the Elnofe, from what I recall, are like proto-elves. They're one yeah. of the race of Et Atta, uh, which we mentioned a couple of weeks ago right. and several other times. So exactly. Hist and the Et Atta are assumed to be the original inhabitants of, of Nern, and they came through from, from wherever. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. Um, but that's obviously like the Et Atta would get their own story at some point. Like that's like thousands yeah. and thousands of pages of work. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've kind of talked about them a fair amount. Like how how the elves view their own creation myth for yeah. our last stories is like they were the at Adra as opposed to the Daedra, and at Adra was kind of bastardized to at Ada at some point by someone. Yeah. Um, but at Adra just means our ancestors, so they just like their creation myth was uh, the two gods uh, Padme and Anu fought, and where Anu's blood fell, the at Ada were born. So. Yeah. Yeah, and but, there was like some some kind of war as well that transpired, where it is theorized that the hist, their the hist's home plane or homeland was completely destroyed, which is why they also just like stayed on on Nern for whatever reason. But again, this is all like you know ancient history speculation about other dimensions. So yeah, that that shit's not confirmed, but I like to believe it's true. <clears throat> Me too. Um, Umbrium the kingdom of Lorbonia. Yeah, man. <laughs> <Lives in our laughs> <heart>. <laughs> That's cool. It's because obviously these lizard people are called the Lorbonians. So there you go. <laughs> a bunch of lizards that look kind of like us. <laughs> um, Umbriel came through an oblivion gate from Clavicus Vile's realm, uh, which is a great, which is called the Fields of Regret, which is great. Um, <laughs> this entire plotline, sadly, about Umbriel is from a book, not from a game, and is set between Oblivion and Skyrim. It's in like uh, 4E8 or something like that, whereas Skyrim takes place in like 4E201 on their on their calendar or whatever um i'm really sad that this is in a book and not in a game because i really truly like i've been a hater on them for a little while now um i don't think bethesda the current the people who would be making the next elder scrolls game are the people who are uh which thankfully is probably like five six years away i don't think they have the creative capacity to make a game like that anymore where like the (laughs) villain is a network of magical trees that control a flying city and you know harvest souls to make armies of undead because that's really high concept and would really use a lot of the cool lore that they already have. I don't know who the villain of Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be, but if it's probably just like Marin's Dagon again, like somebody who's just Christian Satan adjacent, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of... Uh, it's been so long that there might be folks on the Skyrim team who have died of old age by now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's yeah. probably a new generation of, of, of people making this game. I just hope they use all this crazy shit, like, or add more crazy shit, because like Alduin's a not a great villain. He's a very cool concept, but like, I love Skyrim. Don't get me wrong, but like, 
Oblivion, again, you basically fight Satan, and then Morrowind is a very interesting and weird story sort of thing. So Yeah, Morrowind's... Pro- and I, I haven't played Daggerfall or Arena, but... Um, I've never finished them. But uh, Morrowind seems to be, like, the wackiest or zaniest. Yeah. Uh, and kind of most fun in that in that regard, uh, which I, I think I'm with you, Pete. I don't, I don't hate that. You know, Rome and then Vikings was, like, cool, but I, I would really love to go somewhere like actually like fantasy unique and like whatever, like yeah. you can still have your Vikings and your Romans and your, you know, Frenchmen in there, but uh, like give us something cool. Get, put them in a cool place, you know, <laughs> don't put yeah, them yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's yeah. the tea party crazy guy from Skyrim? Um, oh, um, what if he was Shagorath. Yeah. What Shagorath. if he was the villain? So he was he's kind of already the antagonist of the Shivering Isles, the Oblivion expansion. Right, okay, okay. So if they used him again, it would be kind of a little bit too, you know, played out. Okay. Yeah. We have enough Wabajacks, is what I'm saying. We've gotten it enough <laughs> times. Um Yeah, anyway, uh, the there is a there is a tree in Skyrim called the Sleeping Tree, and it's rumored to have grown from a spore that like drifted off of Umbriel. Um I would certainly recommend looking up a recap of what happens in this book, because it is fucking wild. It's called like the Infernal City or something like that. It's crazy. Uh it's very cool. Um and I wish it was like kind of more integrated into the game. It's only like rumored to have occurred by the time of Skyrim, which of course takes place like a hundred and two years later. Um, at some point in the distant past, the Hist created the Argonians themselves. Uh, they used their magical sap uh, to transform less interesting reptiles into the humanoid people that we know today. Um, <laughs> the Argonian myth called the Parable of Becoming states that the Hist saw the rocking hot bods of men and elves and created Argonians in their image using animals that we now know as ancestor lizards. Um, you can see an ancestor lizard in ESO or Elder Scrolls Online. It's just a big normal lizard. Wow. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing special about it whatsoever. To it's... turn an ancestor lizard into an Argonian, you need sap, and I think uh, the ratio of ancient lizards to Argonians is one to forty. Yes, uh, and then you'll actually get those. That's a maple <laughs> oh, syrup okay. joke for all of those who don't know how to make oh, maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you just crack open your everything egg, and it's just got like all the maple syrup you need, and then all the, yeah, yeah. and then just a bunch of lizards. <laughs> for, yeah, a good old Canadian omelet is uh, six eggs, reptile uh, eggs, gotta uh, be. Yeah, six reptile eggs because we're we're flush with reptiles up here in Canada. Of course, um, of course. just we, <laughs> yeah, repti- reptile or beaver eggs, uh, a quart of maple syrup, and then a. Uh, uh, Molson X just yeah. kind of <laughs> finished it off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> beaver eggs. I want to see a beaver egg. <laughs> Speaking of which, they got you, those scaly you tails. They have bark. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, they, 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 texture. they chew their way out instead of pecking their way out. <laughs> <laughs> Beavers are probably the arch enemies of, uh, uh, of the hist. The hist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, probably, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep. that, do you think that was like the ancient war that was fought in the in the realm of oblivion? Is when like the like the the sphere, the beaver sphere, and then the hist and the hist realm like intersected, and there was like a war that they lost, and the hist that we have are like refugees from astral beavers. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's what happened to the hist dimension, right? Yeah, like, maybe it's just you know somebody somebody was visiting, like in the Simpsons, where Bart brings a bullfrog to Australia, and it yeah. just like you yeah. know they just took over. There was no predators there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and no I, more like running. Some along. young, some young <laughs> prankster in the hist dimension like dumped the beaver out of his backpack into a fountain, and it just ruined the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually really annoying. Like they they just their instincts to stop running water and cut down trees. So like for I know people settlements like beavers just fuck shit up, man. They clog yeah, all the drains and yeah. <laughs> I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but like there's farmers who are in the area where I was growing up. Who would like tell us like yeah you can ATV on on like on the edges of my field but if you see any beaver dams like you gotta pull them apart basically so me and a me and a friend of mine used to just pull apart beaver dams whenever we were kids. <laughs> Anti Canadian of you. <laughs> if, if you ever ran if you ever ran for office here or like ran for parliament like that would come up as like a smear commercial <laughs> yeah. from your opponents. <laughs> the beavers like, would just footage. They would angrily watch from the shore where their eggs are because they didn't want to leave yeah. their eggs. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, they can't lay their eggs underwater. That's why they build the dam, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so the process of transforming the ancestor lizards into the Argonians we know today may have been slow because there are ancient paintings depicting Argonians who appear to be like a fusion of lizard and tree, which is really cool. Um, and in some cases, more tree than lizard. I don't really get this because if they believe that their ancestor lizards are just these normal lizards, it's just like, at which point did the hist add tree, then take that away just to make them back into lizard people? I mean, maybe, like, they were just doing it for so long. Like, they did it with a, a good handful. And then, like, those just bred and created the regular lizards over time, yeah. right? I don't know. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's like the, the tree bits are a recessive gene. So it's been bred out of the population. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Through evolution. <laughs> it's when a spore lands directly on an unhatched egg, then it becomes a lizard tree, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Or like a, at the end of like a Christmas, the, the Argonian Christmas, where they're all out like catching spores on their tongue on like a crisp winter oh, morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is that so much grosser than it's <laughs> <laughs> like like in like in Chernobyl when they're like stay all the all the people yeah. are standing on the bridge and just watching the radioactive snowflakes come at yeah, them like making oh. to death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Argonians remain deeply connected to the hist and can be communicated with in various cryptic ways, or at least they say they do. Uh, in the Argonian language, like I said, it's called gel. The hist are referred to differently depending on their age. Uh, hist saplings are referred to as hist deek. Uh, mature hist are called hist duca, and old hist are called hist soko, which in the common tongue translates to jailbait, pog, and milf, obviously. Cool. <laughs> um, we'll get more into these hists after the break. Your life. Welcome back, everybody. Assuming there was an ad there. Um, yeah, so, sorry we had to take a break. I was throwing a histy fit. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> It's a, yeah. It's uh, the ancient Greeks believed uh, the because like the the hysterectomy or whatever. The ancient Greeks believed that uh, a woman's period was caused by a tree traveling around inside her body. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The tree wandered around the the, yeah. the body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one tribe of Argonians called the Bright Throats uh, say that their hist communicate through the wind, so they build wind chimes to receive messages from them. Um, <laughs> it's like primitive Morse code, I guess, because. How do they distinguish between hist communication and like a breezy afternoon? Like, do they get like clear cryptic visions, like be not afraid shit, and then some days just total gibberish that comes in through like the, the <laughs> on the chime network? Yeah, monsoon monsoon season is confusing. Okay, yeah, it's, we have no <laughs> idea what's happening. Exactly, the trees when, when are being... the harm... <laughs> they're just yelling for a month. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this. You know, our gods, our gods have been screaming for a month. This is not a good omen. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is ah! in Morse code? Like, <laughs> what is a in Morse code? Dot. I don't know. Dot. Dot. No. Dot. Dot. Dot is S. Oh yeah, because that dot 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 is S O S. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I would say yeah. Dash 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 for the O. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just I just made them longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, honestly, dash is kind of long dots if you look at them. Sure, they sure. are. Yeah, and are you? I guess Samuel Morse would have been an Argonian. Do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think for sure. Right. Uh, Beats friends. Big beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, the same tree that hit Isaac Newton on the head. Gave birth to Samuel Morse. Oh, there we wow. go. That does make that does make a lot of sense in this context, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is a smart tree. Smart, smart hist yeah. tree. Yeah, this is a bright. This is this is a bright hist. Yeah, yeah. Um, bright hist and the, bright throated, huh? Yeah, the bright throats. <laughs> uh, so they're the, they're the Morse code tribes. Uh, other Argonians are spoken to in dreams, which is still a little vague, but definitely like I don't know more clear than the wind chime thing. I think. What does it Excuse mean me? if I dreamed that uh, burly lady shot put me over a fence? Yeah, like, what happens, like, for teen Argonians where all of their dreams are just, like, the big titty mods from Nexus? And it's just, like, <laughs> I don't know what the hist is saying to me at all. <laughs> I'm confused, okay? Yeah. But I'm hard as a tree, let me tell you. Yeah, I tell you, rock hard. <laughs> um, one horrible part spore. of the anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> Little cloud comes out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm abstaining from this one. 
Uh, yeah, so other Argonians are spoken to in dreams. During the Oblivion Crisis in the game Oblivion, um, the uh, Hist network actually sent out like an unskippable ad to all Argonians who could hear it, um, and then recalled them back to the Black Marsh to defend the Marsh from the uh, Diedrich invasion. Um, so, like, post-creation... Um, that, that, that's just like a quick quick aside there. Um, so post being created, so now they're no longer tree people. They're very much like the lizard men that we that we know and love today. Uh, post creation, the Argonians moved into what they call the stone nest period, uh, where they lived in giant step pyramids called zaneers, uh, or their stone nests. Obviously, this part I find a little bit kind of derivative because it does just kind of make them the lizard men from Warhammer. Um, True. Yeah. Right. It's just <laughs> like yeah, the lizards. They're the Aztecs now in now? Like fantasy fiction for some reason <laughs> i mean um, the the aztecs and the mayans had some worship of some like lizardy worship right like yeah yeah Ouroboros the, was the a giant snake quest serpent god Cottle was yeah, a Cottle. winged serpent yeah yeah the horrible little salamanders behind me are also like have like some mythological thing um yeah. associated with them they deserve it like they shouldn't exist the axolotls <laughs> like, it's kind of amazing yeah but like the the old these ancient Argonians are very much the old ones from even like Warhammer 40k yeah. or the lizard men from AOS where they've got you know like the the shield with the 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 kind of certain style of art on it emblazoned on it like with feathers on it and the feathered headdress and the the sword that's like a club with teeth on the edge and shit like that so yeah 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 a toothy uh, sword uh, yes, exactly. Uh, so during this legally distinct period, uh, they were ruled by priest kings called the Niswo. Um, these priests served Sithis, who at the time they called Raj Sithis, uh, and then believed that he was not just a force of destruction, but also the kind of like dark creator god of the universe. Uh, this ties the Argonian assassin class, the Shadow Scales, to the Dark Brotherhood, because the Dark Brotherhood also worshipped Sithis. Yeah. Who, again, fr from a lot of creation myths, is believed to be the creation force one of the creation forces of the universe um but the force of destruction and chaos yeah well, it's destruction and change so he again like we had talked about earlier he's a lot like Merun's dagon because Merun's dagon is the Deidre prince of destruction and change as well yep um, this classical period here kind of came to an end with the Duskfall, uh, which, like much of Argonian history, is kind of hard to understand. Uh, that being said, it does mirror the Maya collapse, uh, where, like, an ancient civilization kind of comes and goes without the influence of colonizers, because I think it was the Inca who, like, the, like, the Spanish encountered in South America, and the Maya had already gone, like their civilization had already come and gone by the time Europe, like Europeans, brought over all their germs and guns, basically. Uh, yeah. Well, the Mayans were born like after after the Spanish landed, or or they were definitely around when the Spanish landed. The Mayans. So sure. I googled it to make sure. I think it was the Inca, where like the Inca was the Central American civilization in the 1400s because the mayans their civilization had already destroyed itself they were gone as far as i know no they were supposed uh, to leave in 2012 i think yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah contact periods yeah they, the mayans were around until right up about 1700 1697 really was like the end of the mayans because i wanted to google this so they they had the, the classic period which was 250 to 950 Right. And they're post classic, which is nine fifty to fifteen thirty nine. But they were they're definitely still around when the, the Spaniards landed. Yeah, they I did a lot for us. They invented Minecraft or Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And um, they did a lot of mining for gold. Yep. They did. I can't it's so nice of them to find all that Spanish gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really helped. Yep. Um, I lore boys canon uh, that the uh, Dutchfall actually rose from an internal conflict among the Daedra, uh, conferring that the Hiss are indeed from Oblivion. Uh, however, they like lost the battle, which is why it like wiped the memories of the Argonians. There's very little known about the Duskfall, but their psychic connection to the Hist. Uh, this is very much just like a total fan theory that I wrote yesterday. Um, the 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 idea that the Hist would have like kind of lost this period of time and then just wiped it from their their creation's memories, basically. Um, I would also like to posit that this is why the uh, Argonians don't actually have a word for Daedra either, 
So along with having no postal service, they do not have a way to refer to the Daedra themselves. Is the postal service in other civilizations run by the Daedra, perhaps? <laughs> I mean, it is it is one of it is one of the great services that the Daedra provide is 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 you know physical mail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like the real evils of our world, right? Yeah. The, the Mailmen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Argonians have a few quotes regarding the Duskfall, stating that the Hist led the way and that the Hist had revealed the true path. Uh, but that's all they really have. They have these kind of like ancient sayings that have persisted throughout history regarding persisted throughout history, rather. <laughs> I think that's the correct way to say that. I like that one. <laughs> um, considering at least one hist left to hide in oblivion and post Duskfall, uh, the culture of the Argonian changed, uh, it wouldn't be too Loreboy's canon to say that the Duskfall was some kind of hist civil war either, like just in case, right? Um, a lot of the this kind of like the older priest king stuff did kind of persist though because post Dustfall Argonians got really into Sithis as the god of change and worship and like began to view time as more cyclical. Uh, they began to believe that both the ancient Warhammer Argonians and the men in Myrrh of Tamriel built stone cities uh, due to a fear of not being remembered. Uh, a process, a process which is what the Argonians call uh, Shunate. Uh, so current Argonians live in like compostable huts uh, that are all just made of like coffee filters and shit like that, um, <laughs> because th- they they I guess they see the permanent structures as like no 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 please do be not afraid to die we all return to the the hist eventually sort of thing so they build um yeah they don't build stone structures anymore because they are no longer afraid of not being remembered they just throw their dead bodies onto a compost pile yeah. <laughs> yeah. their, their, their cemeteries is just one big one big compost heap it's a landfill full of like yeah. elderly lizards <laughs> oh man and obviously like orange peels and shit like that too yeah, like yeah, anything, orange, anything compostable orange peels coffee pe- uh kleenexes you know yeah all that stuff yeah yeah, pizza yeah, boxes. yeah. yeah. any like more modern sanitary wipes as well like uh yeah yeah <laughs> clorox is making like fully compostable ones in canada yeah. right now um, I'm gonna skip over a lot of the political stuff that the Argonians did because they were involved. That they were involved in. That's a good uh, idea. Cause... You don't want to polarize the listeners with the political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're talking yeah, politics yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too political uh, when we're talking about yeah. our psychic lizard people who are controlled by trees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, it's just because they were involved in a lot of different wars throughout the centuries. And obviously like, like Elder Scrolls history is thousands of fucking years. Um, and this is very much like the, uh, about the, the Argonians and the Hist as like a, a race of, of like sentient beings and not so much what they did. Cause they were involved in a bunch of wars. Um, they were enslaved by both the Chimer and the Dunmer, who are the snow and dark elves respectively. Um, there was the Thracian plague, which was <laughs> going to be in bad taste now. Uh, it's an artificial plague created by a dragon break, uh, which we have an episode about. Pete, um, you and- said we weren't going to get political, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're just speaking the truth here, but geez. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously when they returned to the Black Marsh during the uh, Oblivion Crisis, they absolutely fucking hosed the Daedra as well. So they managed to defend the Black Marsh. They were kind of the least affected by the by the Oblivion Crisis. The Oblivion Crisis, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, I'd like to move on to their much more like modern culture and biology. Uh, Argonians do lay eggs. That is confirmed. Um, they nurture them in pools of hist sap. Uh, and hatchlings are really much more of like a genderless template. Uh, and their role and sex are both assigned by the hist tree. Um, male and female are kind of impermanent, uh, like kind of just like their homes, which makes sense. And they're referred in- internally, like within Argonian culture as life phases. Um, a hist will magically assign a gender role to a hatchling on their naming day, uh, with a power called the glure, which is G L O O R. Um, okay. and which they, in most cases will take on for the rest of their lives. Um, like, it's funny because I was baptized Eastern Orthodox, so I have a name day as well, uh, which my grandparents <laughs> actually remember better than my actual birthday because it like it, <laughs> it it means a lot to them that I have a name day, which is the same as the name day for the Argonians. There you go. Is that when they called um, you Peter, or is, did you get like a cool Greek no? It's name. it is it's it's based on um, 
uh, like Saint Peter. Like all saints have their day, and if you have the same name as them, um, then that's your name day. Okay. Did you get? Yeah. But did you get like a oils up and wrestles with men kind of thing, or? Or... Uh, I was an infant, so no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought like, you and, a and like name. for an example, my sister does not have a name day because her name is Julia, and there is no Saint Julia in okay. that church. Apparently, it just goes to. Oh, she's, okay. she's named after the month of July. You are given the name Peter, and then yeah. your name day happens to correlate to the coincidental saint who has a name day. Yes. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I I thought, and I think Jamie thought as well. That there was a day where you were assigned a name, and that was called your name day. It was yeah, a special no, day for you. No, no. Uh, my parents decided what to name me while I was still in the womb. Thankfully, yeah. they weren't just like, no, no, no. <laughs> my, my grandparents will decide six months after he's born. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. thought they Yeah, they brought you to a great hall. They put a hat, a talking hat on you, and they yell yeah. Peter, and then you go, yeah. and you go with all the Peter. Take me to a Greek Orthodox church where a screaming hat just berates me. Yeah. <laughs> Pick some, pick some sap uh, derived from magic mushrooms, fed it to you, yeah. asked, you asked you what you saw, and named you Peter right. yeah. based on that. Right. It means rock. It does. Does it? Yeah. Huh. yeah. Peter was the rock upon which Jesus built his church. Whoa. What does Ethan mean? Strong. Nice. I think James means like the supplanter or something. Okay. He, who, like he was cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was spoketh over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Argonians can ask their hist to change their gender at any time. The hist may not always accept. Um, and then a celebration generally ensues, which what we know now about gender reveal parties is basically dooms the planet to be burned to the ground anytime <laughs> somebody wants to change. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine how insufferable the Instagram Argonians must be? <laughs> With all their, their gender reveals? With all their gender reveal parties? <laughs> Just like no dry grass left on the entire continent it's all been burned away by somebody who had like pink powder inside a cardboard box along with like nitroglycerin <laughs> <laughs> you got like the the busty argonian maid there who makes herself thick with filters is her other name i think yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thick with filters yeah <laughs> My God, um, so uh, one of the one of the major events that occurred between uh, Oblivion and Skyrim was when the Ministry of Truth crashed into the Vardenfell. Uh, the Vardenfell is the main island of Morrowind. It's where you play the entire game, and in the city of Vivek, there is a rock that it's it was an asteroid that was that is being held in place with magic, um, and they kind of like carved into it and turned it into a prison. At some point, after. Um, Vivek the god disappeared the ministry of truth somehow retaining all of the kinetic energy that it had when it came down from space crashed into the Vardenfell and made the volcano at the center of the island erupt and then obviously killing a bunch of the dark elves which is why the dark elves are refugees in Skyrim now because it is the closest province to where they live yeah um the like yeah, or maybe it was a gender reveal party for some boring Argonian, where it's just like yeah. crashing. It's just like whatever. I'm gonna, whatever I'm gonna crash the Ministry of Truth into this cardboard box full of blue powder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever color the lava is when the volcano erupts is the gender of the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Incinerating hundreds of thousands of people in red yeah. ash. It's like it's a girl. It's got to be worth it. It's got to be worth it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Hist also decides what their morphology is going to be like. Uh, the morphology of tribes can be different depending on, like, the Hist they live with. Uh, Naga Argonians look a lot more like catfish than they do lizards. They have, like, kind of the big, wide, kind of rolled mouths with little whiskers <laughs> on their faces. But it also <laughs> determines, like, the color of their scales and, like, whether they have feathers or spikes or fins or whatever sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like when you go on a date and you're expecting to see a bright neck, but you get a catfish, right? You and do, yeah. 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 <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> documentary about it. Yeah. <laughs> on plenty of lizards. I don't know. What the, the, the <laughs> plenty of scales.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of hist. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so prior to laying an egg, two awful, awful naked lizard people need for some reason to presumably have bland but also repulsive sex. Um, Argonians, actually, this is a neat detail that's been included in the games. Uh, they don't have belly buttons. Uh, they do have the cloaca, which is like the universal reptile and bird hole for shit, piss, and cum. I, I think that's what the Tool Song Prison Sex is about, actually. About um, 
<laughs> about Cloacus? <laughs> no, universal it's not. Universal old for shit. It is what a Cloacus is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Argonians have internal sex organs uh, inside their Cloaca. Uh, they lay eggs, and again, a neat detail on the models in game is they don't have belly buttons because you don't need a belly button if you live in an egg. Yeah, you don't have an umbilical cord. Umbilical cord. We have an ancient bit about what it means to be a lizard, and Cloacas came up not having ears. uh, Probably. Mammals have ears. Um, No belly buttons added to the list if it wasn't there before. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, Darnell or whoever knows us better than we do, uh, let us know what episode that was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm kind of hoping that our guardians actually kind of fuck like birds, where they kind of just like whatever, mush their parts together for a couple of seconds and then one of them flies away. And not like fish where they like pre-lay the eggs and then fertilize them afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> or you do like, yeah, oh, the, the, the you squirt want... ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Pete wants to see them, Lord Boys Cannon, Pete wants to see two Argonians mashing their bits up together. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um... They're awful, awful. Just all, their, all their horrible damp bits. Just, just... <laughs> get, it, get, get it going. I it's saw... like a puckering donut hole and you just like two puckering <laughs> donuts and you just rub them together. <laughs> okay. I saw, a, I saw a meme and I'm not sure if this is real, but we're in the magic school bus. They're talking about how fish reproduce and like they they shrink them down to microscopic size, scopic size and the kids are all in the little eggs and then the oh, fish yeah. goes by and squirts. <laughs> Dude, that's that is that is a real episode. At some point, I think like this stuck with me for a long time because it's a very weird concept. Like Carlos, at some point, is like, "Wow, it's just like a car wash." But like they straight up are inside salmon eggs, and then male salmon just come and bust all over an entire classroom of kids. And that is the plot of the episode. That it's like the thing yeah. you're supposed to learn about. I should have. <laughs> I knew I should have stayed home today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not weird. It's fish come. Like you know, they're uh, caviar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All those kids, all those, all those kids. Yeah. Do pigs make the truffles? Then I'm not sure how this works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Does a pig oh, yeah. come in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> Magic school bus episode where they all get fucked by pigs is way worse than the. Oh, <laughs> that's the that's the dark mirror, whatever dark whatever that episode. Well, it's the black, black mirror episode yeah. of uh... yeah. <laughs> Black Mirror, which is found in the Black Marsh. Yes. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um argonians refer to sex as egg quickening so they don't seem like a very romantic <laughs> egg, honestly that sounds like something you would buy in the 70s for cooking or something yeah <laughs> like why every every argonian housewife needs her her, her cotton of egg quickener yeah. why you just put this in the pan and breakfast is ready in 30 seconds yeah. are you tired of everything eggs taking all day to cook. <laughs> Try yeah. new egg quickener by Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Medical <Like> company. <laughs> well, they make a bunch of shit. They make like Do shampoo they? and Q-tips and whatnot. Oh yeah. yeah, and baby powder. I know. Yeah. Okay, is that SC Johnson? Are they related? Ooh, are they the same Johnson? Is SC Johnson <laughs> one of the two Johnsons? Uh, S.C. Johnson is separate, privately held company. Has huh. never had any family or business connection with Johnson and Johnson. Well, but that is what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, because then it would wrong. be Johnson I, and Johnson yeah. and Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it was one of the Johnsons, which I thought it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess, like, again, they're not very. They don't seem very romantic. So after presumably nutting during brief missionary and then giving each other a handshake. Um, <laughs> The egg, the eggs are transferred transferred to a nest called an oopsie. Peter, Peter, why is that not romantic? Sorry, can we just <laughs> sorry? Can we just pause? I the suppose here? I won't. I won't yuck anyone's yum. Never. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife and I do it. It's a, a formal handshake. This I like the I like the little the little spank on the bottom like a football coach. That's okay. how I would <laughs> Are you having sex with your football coach? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not recently. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dara's not a football coach. What? <laughs> she got wide shoulders though. You gotta, you gotta admit. Great yeah. eyebrows, big shoulders. Yeah. Every, every time, you, every time you're talking to her, she's holding like a piece of paper up in front of her mouth too, so you can't, you can't read her lips. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always dubbed by some other guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So the um the hist then kind of guides the development of the hatchling once it's like put in what it once it's put in its uxith nest um argonian's parents um 
sorry, our, our guardian parents do take care of the young. However, it's really the hiss that truly guides the development. Um, different tribes have different rituals. Uh, the Shadowfen keepers, keepers of the shell, record everything about a brood. So like height, weight, all that. Uh, their parents, uh, the the star sign that they're going to be born under, because the star signs are like actually have like a major effect on the development of somebody in um, all the scrolls. In Elder Scrolls, exactly. And our like... world too. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. that is correct. Yeah. Your yeah, girlfriend but... just had her Sagittarius birthday, didn't she? She yeah. did. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, would, um, it would be it would be such a cancer to forget that it's important in the real world too. You know. Yeah, it's a very yeah. cancer move of me. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like... those Libra cucks. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate Libra-tards. Libra-tards. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, like uh, Argonians born under the sign of the thief 100% um, become shadow scales to serve Sithis as assassins. Like, they, there's no choice in the matter. Nice. Basically. For them. Um, well, wait, no choice in the matter. Is it the Hiss that decides, or is it the dang heckin' stars? I guess the Hiss just, like, follows the stars. The, 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 the person who does not get to choose is the baby inside that egg. Okay, that's that's all yeah. that's important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's it's like what if you wanted to be a painter or like maybe you had like a really cool idea for a business. It's like no 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 no. Uh, because of the time of day, you will be slitting people's throats forever. Yeah. And let then see, let me let me see what Babby's first job is going to be. It looks like oh murder. Murder is going to be your job. Doesn't pay very well, but uh, you're going to kill for money. That's you're going to kill. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just gotta see how the starlight falls through the sheets or whatever we said in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. now get out there and knock him dead. Okay, slugger. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah. Spank <laughs> on the ass right under the tail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Above the cloaca, below the tail. Obviously. I would go on the side of the tail. I think under the tail, I feel like there's nothing good happening down there. But... Oh yeah, I guess like the football spank for someone with like a big reptilian tail would be just like go get him, tiger. Like on the side where yeah. all like the, the, the swimming muscles are in the side of the tail. I think so. Right? Yeah, when I think oh, I about spanking Bray, but oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the firm handshake, yeah, yeah, That'd be a good. One. Too complicated uh, the butt slap. Where do I slap? You know, yeah, <laughs> butts all under the tail. <laughs> the um, lizard was gonna wear pants. Would it wear it like this or like this? Uh-huh. Okay. It's like one pant leg pulled over the tails. Like it <laughs> works fine, whatever. <laughs> Like a tripod pair of pants, just got like a I third mean, leg. If the if if the Argonians just wore pants backwards and didn't zip them up, the tail would fit right through, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Good point. You need a big zipper. You need a big yeah. zipper. Yeah, you would. You would. Yeah. My dog recently had an ultrasound, and her belly's all shaved. And I was thinking of doing that in the winter, just putting on like pants backwards with the tail at the top. But That's the end, it's a husky; doesn't need to be yeah no. clothed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, eggs that are the equivalent of stillborn are reabsorbed by the hist into their sap. Um, and then Zach Wilde also like sends them out with like every pinch harmonic that he can muster. <laughs> you know what pinch oh. harmonics are and you don't play guitar? That's pretty cool. I had to Google it yesterday because I had heard, because I know that like stillborn is a Zach Wilde song and it's kind of good. Okay. But like the riff is very much just like a very short guitar riff and then like, Bweep! and I'm yeah. just like, I had to Google it to make sure I had the right term. Cause as, as someone who was not a musician, I was like, yeah. is the thing that Zach Wilde does every three seconds called the pinch harmonic? It's like, yes, it is. <laughs> the harmonics when you get it to resonate on like two, like you basically hit the middle. So you're like getting it to resonate on both sides of the string. So if you like hover okay. your fingers super like gently over the 12th fret, it'll make a, a tone um, that isn't like, it's 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 all math. It's like exactly halfway in the string, exactly a quarter way, and all that stuff. And okay, then yeah. if pinch harmonic is when you pluck it and you make your thumb do the ring part for it. So it's okay. usually like halfway between wherever you're pressing down and however long the string is. And yeah, that's an okay. overly long explanation for what is really cool in guitar. Yeah, <laughs> for what, yeah for listen, it's like squink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want, want to make that noise, that's yeah. <laughs> just listen to "Stillborn" by Black Label Society. You'll figure it out. Don't worry about <laughs> it. That's where I heard it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, and unlike our pathetic human boss babies, uh, Argonians can work short, uh, can walk shortly after hatching, uh, and are quickly introduced um, to pacifiers made of hissed sap. So they have like a kind of like hissed amber sort of thing that they have just on the end of a. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give the baby drugs as soon as possible. Yes, give them their psychic tree sap uh, as quickly as you can. Um, When they come of age, young Argonians have to start stressing about their chuka se, which is their maturity ritual. 
Um, and like unlike most human rit- human maturity rituals, the uh, chukase is both fun and affordable. Um, and those who pass their trial of adulthood are given full membership in their given tribe. Nice. Yeah. What did, do you know what they have? mitzvah. Yeah. What, what do they have it to is. do? Do they have to dance? They have to. It depends. It depends on the tribe. Uh, I did not go through a list of all the different Argonian tribes, but every single one has a different uh, ritual of adulthood. Uh, this I think is when they're given their gender as well by the hist because the challenge would depend on like female argonians are more adept at magic and like male argonians are better at combat so like if you did a trial by combat it's because the tree told you that you were a boy when you're i don't know, like fucking 13 years old or some shit right that's cool yeah. and that's it that would be the uh the kind of uh, origin and biology of the argonians from the elder scrolls um I have been your host, Peter O'Donohue. You can find our work at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram or theloreboys.com. Uh, loreboys.com slash about is all of our socials. Um, Sweet. Yeah. Lads? I'm uh, Ethan Palmer. I'm just mesmerized by right, right now by something that Jamie just sent me. <laughs> or sent us <laughs> on the side. Completely distracting. It's like a man covered in goo. It's honey. It's honey. God. It's a honey, photo yeah. shoot where this man just like covered himself in honey and would like emerge so the honey would be dripping down and he's like he's got a beautiful body and it's all super glistening and honey um he does look like he's made of glass which is kind of cool yeah this is what the argonians look like whenever they emerge from their yeah yeah presumably uh he looks like blown glass actually you know like um if you've ever seen those like kind of cool like the like how they make a marble or whatever or like with like glass blowers is kind of what this guy looks like. So yeah. if if you wanted to see that, you should get in the Discord. Go to loreboys.com/about and get yeah. in the Discord because I just posted this beautiful man covered in honey in the memes channel and you too could see it. <laughs> with so, no, context. no context. No nope. context. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking a vow right now. They're not going to find out why we're talking about this until they listen to the episode on 2 once. days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, leave us a review. Tell your friends. Get the word out there. If you want to support the show financially, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash theloreboys, where we have a couple different tiers of different levels of monetary support that you can offer. But like the other two guys said, really the best support that you can do is to come join the conversations, just uh, hang out, pal around, be be a chum, be a pal, uh, and just keep listening to the show. Keep uh, the, uh, telling the people Spotify like. raps. Uh, yeah. A lot of people shared probably upwards of 30 shared their Spotify wraps with us like on discord or on Instagram. Uh, that is also like one of the most wonderful things you can do. Cause I saw the downloads like, like cause our launch day was the day before Spotify wrapped where we had like a bunch of downloads and then everybody started to share that they've been like listening to us for 55,000 minutes all year for yeah. some fucking reason. So, <laughs> and then, and then we got even more after that. It was like, Oh hell yeah, dude. So honestly, with a K dude, huge thanks. I think you listened to 191, 192 episodes. It ended up being like 32 real life, full 24 hour days in a year. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. same thing with, uh, Jameson69420, who's in the Discord, he had uh, 189 episodes listening in a year. Like, crazy, crazy numbers. And honestly, like, it was super rewarding to see that all this work that we put into it, like, people are are consuming it. So, yeah. Super cool. And our numbers, and the numbers went up a lot again. Like, just telling your friends about, like, a show that you like is is way better, is, like, the best thing you can do. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so the best thing you can do is that, uh, if you want to support the show financially, like I said, we have Patreon. And if you don't trust Patreon, we do, of course, have Loreboys Prime. Uh, and we're we're really just going to be thanking you guys for uh, hours listened. Everybody who uh, can post a Spotify wrapped uh, now or at any point in the future, proving that they, in the year, they listen to at least 30 days of nothing but us. <laughs> Which uh, is almost our whole library, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's almost our whole library, yeah. We, we will uh, plant a tree in your honor, uh, and and Pete will rub his cloaca up against it and fertilize each tree uh, yep. in, individually. <laughs> yeah. um, and we're hoping that uh, various star signs and the tree itself will decide what to do uh, with its future and, and where to grow from where to grow from here. Basically. What am I supposed to do now? pete asks the pete tells the tree what he he, he'll bend down and give a little whisper into what he thinks the tree would do good at but the tree gets to decide ultimately on its own well i've got the wind chime with me and it's like (laughs) (laughs) you you know that no god damn you (laughs) at the end whatever you do just grab whatever branch you can find give it a firm handshake and just go on your way yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
Yeah. <laughs> dried leaves just like hanging <laughs> off it. Just like, thank you, sir. Right. Pete's got his wind chime, but Jamie's got his guitar in the back and he's just doing pinch harmonics. It's very, just, very <laughs> distracting for the young tree. And Ethan's uh, got his jeans on backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for my tail. Uh, and I think that would that constitute, constitute a lore boys. Lore boys. An ice cream cone backwards is a knock mirk icky. Hi. <laughs> My name's Ethan, and a knock mirk icky backwards is ice cream cone. <laughs> you got an easy one. <laughs> uh my name's peter uh, i don't know that, that that joke really kind of completed its life cycle so that's it how do i sound <laughs> how do i sound be a jamie oh let's see planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.